As the great independent director, Mr. Werner Herzog, once said, I despise formal restaurants. I find all of that formality to be very base and vile. I would much rather eat potato chips on the sidewalk. Hello, welcome to Potato Chips on the Sidewalk. I'm Detective Barbecue Ben, and joining me today is Inspector Chicken Twisties Jacob. And we're going to be talking about a little, a little mystery we got going on here. Uh, a this- Knives Out mystery, directed yes. by one Mr. Ryan Johnson, Glass Onion. So, um... The opening, let's say, 20 minutes of this film, for me, was a bit of a uh, mystery, because what the fuck happened? No, I was going to say, fuck you, I was legit about to say, the real mystery of the film was who directed the first hour. Like, It might be the most insulting opening to an overall good movie ever made. Like, it, it's just, it was like... yeah. It was baffling how bad it started out. And just for context, uh, oh, Ben really likes Ryan Johnson. I really yeah. like Ryan Johnson. I really like the first Knives Out. Like, yeah, um, the only film of his I don't like is The Brothers Bloom, and that's because I don't, haven't seen it. <laughs> you know, like so I'll, everything I've seen him do, I've enjoyed. Um, but except for that opening, like stretch of this film, like it's. Like, it's so inconceivable. Yeah, like it's honestly like it's like an entirely different person made it. It feels like the person. It's like if Dennis Dugan couldn't say yes to an Adam Sandler film, it felt like the fourth guy down that list directed the first <laughs> twenty minutes of Nut Glass Onion. Um, and what, what strikes to me is the opening of Knives Out. It has a really great opening. Like I actually yeah. think the opening stretch of Knives Out is the best the film is. It's like. It's very constructed, the opening of Knives Out, where, like, he, like, had an idea and he executed it on how to open that film. Um, in this one, he was like, what if I just throw a bunch of shit and see it <laughs> sticks to the wall? It's 2022, Mr. Johnson. I think you know speaking into a lamp and then saying, hey, this isn't an Alexa is not a funny joke. Do, do you know what also isn't a funny joke? Among, Among us. jokes. <laughs> um, Look, I've actually never played Among Us. So it's really like, fun game. No, but, like, I just... I, I kind of, like, miss the whole cultural zeitgeist of it where everyone was going, like, making Among Us jokes and I was the one old motherfucker in the corner being like, oh, I've never even heard of this. What are you kids talking about? What are you, what's going on? And then it became like this huge thing and I was like, oh, okay. So when it popped up, I was like, yeah, I guess, like, whatever. Like, it's fine. I don't really care. But um, it seemed to anger you a lot. <laughs> well, I, look, you know, I don't care if I'm spoiling the opening gag of Glass Onion. Mm-hmm. If you haven't managed to see it and it's in theatres before it comes to Netflix. Today, we are recording this on release date, and it's yes. today. <laughs> My voice isn't like this because uh, we recorded this just as I'm, you know, 
recovered from COVID, but COVID fucking fucked my voice box. This was recorded after we recorded our Avatar episode. Where were we going? So, <sighs> Knives Out, fun murder mystery that kind of plays with genre conventions. Like, it's fun from beginning to end. Like, Ryan Johnson was just, it was just, he had his blank check after The Last Jedi and he um, made something that turned out to be a massive hit. Oh, that that was that yeah. was cashing in. Yeah. That dude, for somebody who's been making a lot of rich people satires, he's fucking loaded now. Yeah. Um, but so then Lines Out is a massive hit. And then you're like, oh, he can just make another murder mystery. How badly could that go? And it turns out it could be very bad. Very, 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 very bad. Um I don't want to keep shitting on how much I hated the opening because after that, it actually does get a whole lot better. A whole lot better. I'll say this. I think the film, as a satire throughout the entire run-through, does sort of fall on its head. Not because I disagree with like what it's saying, but the humour is just so obvious and just so... When people accuse the first Knives Out of being overly online, this is that. This is that. Like, I don't think that of the first Knives Out. I think they'll just like some throwaway jokes about, you know, the little boy just being a bit of a right wing nutcase, and like, you know, that just language was like it was a very small element of Knives Out. Yeah, it feels like Ryan Johnson was on Twitter a lot of time, and it was like, oh shit, I got to write a Knives Out sequel because Netflix. (laughs) personally put $200 million in my pocket. Uh, uh, among Us. Um, Elon Musk. We, act, we don't like Elon Musk. Okay, look, with the Elon Musk stuff, it's kind of unbelievably timely. Um, yeah. Because it, it would have worked whether or not the whole Twitter disaster happened. But... Um, it came at the time when people hate him the most. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, he, he did win the lottery pretty hard on... Um, making fun of Elon Musk on a cinematic level. This is a difficult movie to really, like, talk about. Because it's where it's like, oh, I didn't like it to begin with, and then I ended up liking it. And so, But it's just kind of like... Well, like, I, for me, and like, I, th- I think the first hour and a bit is quite bad. I don't think it's as bad as the first 20 minutes, but... There's a there's a there's a point I can almost I, I could almost pinpoint the exact moment in the film. Okay, Rap Wiggum. I mean Bart Simpson pointing yeah. at Rap Wiggum. <laughs> I could almost pinpoint the exact moment I started really loving the yeah. Well, maybe not loving, but really liking the film. Yeah. I think overall, somehow, the film is just in a net positive for me. Yeah. In terms of how I like it, but that is overcoming. I, I cannot stress just how bad that opening hour but especially that opening 20 minutes is it's like it felt like whoever made hotel for dogs called like ryan johnson called in sick and was like hey director of hotel for dogs can you just I'm, improv i'm gonna say the opening was like as bad if not worse than the entirety of scream five yeah, yeah it, was, it was like that level of just insulting just two online just not understanding how people actually like talk and live their lives and it's just like 
I don't know. It's just... Yeah, and, and it's weird because, like, Scream 5, there's the excuse that they're trying to do Wes Craven, but no one can really be Wes Craven. Mm. Whereas this, it's like, he doesn't know how to fill up his own fucking film. Like... Not at all. And he responded really well to a literal established saga with Star Wars. So I'm like, how do you... I don't, I don't know what happened, but it, it just... Maybe everyone got food poisoning for the first 20 minutes, like... But then you catch that when you're editing it. Like, yeah. I don't know. Like, that's just some of the things that, like, you know, Daniel Craig, he's great as Benoit Blanc. Like, he's like, he, um, it's just like he's having a t- bunch of fun. He's doing a silly accent. He's just, you know, he's hamming it up. Like, he's he does it exactly what he needs to. Edward Norton as the Elon Musk um, stand-in, you know, like, I kind of find... Edward Norton to be a bit arrogant and um, irritating, so he's perfect in that kind of role. Yeah. Um, uh, Who, by the way, while we're on the topic, before yeah. I forget, and it is Avatar Fever, maybe in the world, depends when how it's going on to release this, but if anyone has to play James Cameron in a biopic, it has to be Ed Norton. Okay. Anyway, go on. Yeah. Um, Dave Bautista playing a meathead. What do you expect? Like, I, didn't really, I didn't really like his character, but I think he was he was good. Yeah, um, Janelle Monae is Janelle Monae is great. I was going to get to her last because I wanted to say her as the standout. Um, but you know, Kate Hudson has probably one of like the funniest jokes in the entire movie. Like it's like legitimately really good. Jessica Henwick as her. Um, assistant Peg. She's just there. Yeah, she's just there, but, you know, like, it's always nice to see her. Um, You know, Madeline Klein from my uh, favourite show about uh, everyone's favourite Pogues and Kooks, uh, Outer Banks, you know. That sounds so racist. No, she was a kook, and now she's a Pogue. (laughs) I don't like... My flight of flight, whenever you say either of those terms... Outer Banks is a great show. Um, I I watched the first episode of it and I actually quite liked it. Yeah, it's just I'm bad with TV. Yeah, but you don't want to hear the rest of the story about the pogues and the kooks. I know every time (laughs) either of those words are said by anyone in the show, I'm like, whoa! It it feels like a slur, and I don't know why. Well, I just want to point out that her casting um, proves my hypothesis that uh, Ryan Johnson enjoys his Netflix teen dramas after uh, our own Perth. Perth-born Catherine Langford was in the first Knives Out, and now we have Madeline Klein. I, I wonder who um, from I don't know Wednesday. What like, what's what's the new Netflix teen drama from? Uh, Wednesday, uh, not Wednesday. Uh, there's other ones. Um, Firestarter. Uh, Firestarter. Or what's the Heartbreak, Heartbreak High? High? Like who from there is going to turn up in Knives Out three? <laughs> but as we're getting Janelle Monae. Uh, is does very well in this film and I can't say entirely why for spoiler reasons. Yeah, she's fantastic. Yeah. Like yeah. just she does a very difficult role. Yeah. In that, you know, her character's definitely the most mysterious character going yeah. into it. hundred percent. But yeah, she's just fantastic and mm. Oh, and I will be uh I shouldn't fail to mention uh the pivotal role Played by Ethan Hawke in this film, <laughs> um, he he's there. 
Isn't Catherine Hahn in it? Catherine Hahn's in it as well. Um, should we say some spoily things or? Yeah, I reckon. Okay, so, if you haven't watched uh, Glass Onion, A Knives Out Mystery, a Benoit Blanc murder, directed by Ryan Johnson, starring Benoit Blanc, um, it's out on Netflix right now. Yes. You can watch it. Um, and then if you want to hear what we have to say about the spoilies, come back. So, starting right now. Um so, was the turning point for you when Janelle Monáe gets shot? Yes. Okay, yeah. That that, yeah, yeah. that was when the film became really fun for me. Yeah. Yeah, just... So, in the film, Janelle Monáe gets shot and then we have a flashback to uh, just after the opening sequence where we find out that Janelle Monáe isn't Janelle Monáe's character. She is her twin sister and the uh, original character that we thought she was was already dead seemingly murdered by Edward Norton or one of the other but rich people. In response to mm. defending him, his yeah. character, yeah. Um, and it kind of, the next 45, 50 minutes kind of recontextualizes what we saw to begin with, where different perspectives, like how she was actually acting and trying to fit into that role in it, a big reason why Gina Monáe is so good in this film is that she really does do well of differentiating the two roles that she is playing. And, yeah. Yeah. And and it's really tricky because she has to be mysterious in the film, but then we yeah. also have to buy her alongside Benoit Blanc as yeah. the sort of fish out of waters. Yeah. Because the, a big part of this film, a big social commentary, is like being indoctrinated into the... World of the rich, the rich uh, arsehole club. Yeah, well, what do they? What do they call themselves? They call themselves the disruptors or something? Or? Oh, do they? So is that oh, what they okay. call themselves well, in the movie? Yeah. Okay, now I'm starting to maybe take back the uh, <laughs> the overall good movie stance. Um, see, a lot of this film is so annoying. Yes, it's so annoying, and I don't feel that way yeah. about the first Knives Out. Yeah, and like, it's, like, it's weird. Yeah, I don't know, like. I can't really... It's hard to recommend or not recommend this film because if you don't like how it starts out, you could very well end up liking it by the end, but you could also still hate it by the end. So it's like, I can't really say that the first 20 minutes is a litmus test or not. Yeah. It's 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 a difficult one to think about. and Yeah, I think... Um... I think people, most people will find something to like about it, to be honest. Yeah. Like, I think it's an overall likeable movie. That's really annoying. Think of it as, like, you know your friend who, like, you really typically like? That's Ryan Johnson. You know, just sweet, sweet guy. But you know when that friend becomes a bit too confident? He kind of starts to become a bit annoying? That's that's this movie for, and, until it realises, oh, shit, I should probably... I, I should Jake's so- just airing out some dirty laundry with me. It's all good. Don't worry. What, about with that. you? <laughs> with you? I'm just pulling your nah, chain. Um, look, I, was it? I think we were talking to a friend the other day about it, and she was like, um, "Oh wait, no, it wasn't about glass onion." 
Who said this? Someone said this. About what? Anyway, I, I, if, if I'm copying what this person has said, whoever you are, I'm sorry. I haven't credited it to you, but it's just like the movie Glass Onion. It It's trying... It's good when it stops trying to be fun and starts just being fun. Well, I, I said that it was... It's better when it stops trying to be clever. No, oh, so it was you. Yeah. You were the friend. Yeah. Oh, my God. This uh, is just... Wow. We, we, uh, we sleuthed our own mystery. Yeah, this is... Um, I don't know. He doesn't really... He, he listens to what I say, but he doesn't acknowledge me. I, 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 <laughs> I just said it was a very insightful thing, and I apologized that I forgot. It's all good. Don't worry about it. Anyway, um, I'd say watch it. It's on fucking Netflix. You know, like... Well. Yeah, yeah, like... But, you know, like... But I say that, but then also, I'm, I'm not going to be bothered to watch something like Bardo. So it's like... <laughs> you know, like... You say something's on Netflix, and it's right there... But then sometimes, I think the most difficult thing I could do the, for the rest of the year is sit through Bardo in one sitting. Yeah. I, I would never be able to do it. No. Um, Mr. Gonzalez in a retu, um, I am not sorry. <laughs> uh, protect your workers. Um, tying back Allegedly, to, yes. Yeah, we're, we're, we're tying back to, um, you know... The Elon Musk metaphor and, you know, being uh, a big shot and in charge, you know, like, let's just, uh, you know, make sure everyone's safe. Um, and <laughs> I don't even know where I'm going anymore. Yeah, where the fuck are you going? I'm kind of tired talking about this movie. All right, well, yeah, yeah look, if you, I, I feel like I'm just being overall nice about it because I like Ryan Johnson. Yeah, but I feel like if you're already annoyed by Ryan Johnson, you're gonna dip, you're gonna uh, hate this. The f- but like, I I was honestly reconsidering how much I liked the last Jedi on the, <laughs> the, during the beginning of this movie. I was like, was I wrong? <laughs> was I? And um, yeah, I just I can't believe I can't believe like. No, uh, we, we Somebody spoke... surely would have had to read the script before they went into production. We, I think about 15 minutes into it, I leant over and whispered into you, this is really bad. Yeah. Like, uh, we we were... looked at each other and were like, this is terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, I over... think we just kind of shut on the opening enough to be like, get our point across. Yes, yeah, so it's our God of War Ragnarok review. All hey, that. hey. I'd say that's an 8.5 out of 10. <laughs> All right. That is a good score. Okay. All right. Goodbye. <laughs>